running 100 miles seems impossible, and maybe even kind of crazy. And it is, but we believe in big crazy dreams. That's why we ran 100 miles. It was such a life-changing experience for us, we decided to devote this podcast to preparing and inspiring you to run your first ultra race. Are you ready to feel the highest highs and the lowest lows? Are you ready to do what you once thought was impossible? Are you ready for your trail to 100? Thank you for joining us here on Trail to 100, the podcast made to help you finish your first 100-mile race. My name is Jacob Bateman, and joined along with me is my beautiful and lovely wife, Melody. What's up? And we have also a special guest with (laughs) us today. In Melody's arms is our son, Travis. Say hello, Travis. He's not very talkative today, but <laughs> yes, we have Travis in Melody's arms as he uh, he's not very happy unless he's being held. So, so anyways. You'll, you'll probably hear some squeaks and little yes. cries throughout this episode. Yes, you will. And he's got a little uh, onesie on right now. I know you guys can't see this because it's through podcast form. But his onesie is a little ass runner <laughs> shirt that the big ass runner sent us uh, as a as a gift for our baby. So shout out to the big ass runner podcast. Go check it out. It's hilarious. It's they offer good tips and tricks on running, but also with a lot of good humor thrown in. Um, so, anyways, Melody, I think today's podcast is going to be a little more centered on you. Because ultimately, with ultra running, I know with me, my main motivation with ultra running is to be able to develop skills that will help me uh, through life, help me live a most fulfilling uh, life that I can, right? Totally. And also because it's fun and really cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But. Yeah, a lot of people do that too. But honestly, my biggest reason is because I want to develop- The lessons that we learn. Yes, so that it positively affects all the other aspects of my life. Totally. So I want to know, did ultra running help you through what many people call the hardest thing a woman will ever do is- A human will ever do. Is carry, uh, not only- not only give birth, but also carry a baby through nine months and then give birth to that baby. Uh, And now obviously you're recovering from that as it's only been almost two weeks now. So how, how has ultra running helped you through that process or has it? You know, a lot of people have asked me this question and I've been so excited to be able to answer it um, from personal experience because what I heard from other female ultra runners who have had kids is they said ultra running did not prepare them and that um, being pregnant and giving birth was way harder than a hundred mile race. And I had a hard time believing that, but I can now confirm that that is true. <laughs> so <laughs> that is true, but no but amount me, of ultra running no, helped no, no, you no, at no. all. No, no, let me back up. It, it did help. It helped on a small level, but really nothing can can prepare you nothing can really prepare you but but i i will say this it did it did help some especially in the oh did you hear that little squeak oh my gosh he's so cute okay um i lost my train of thought sorry 
ultra running did help me with the mental aspect of it. And throughout my pregnancy, me and you both compared it to ultra running lots of times, right? And something that we've mentioned a lot on this podcast, but I don't think we've brought it for a while, is mile 66 because on our first 100-mile race, that is when we thought about quitting, um, but we didn't. And um, so that's something that was brought up a lot was, you know, at certain points during the pregnancy, especially third trimester, we would say, hey, this is mile 66. Not that we really could quit, (laughs) but... um, we told ourselves, okay, this is mile 66. This is when it's really hard. This is when we start to question, is this is this going to be worth it? Why did we do this in the first place? Um, can we do this? And um, we just remember that, um, that that always passes. If you just hang in there, once you get past 66, um, then you realize that you can do it. You just got to push, push so, through that, that low part. Okay. So now... I'll I'll turn the question around. Okay. What about this whole process of carrying a kid and then giving birth? Do you think is going to now how is that going to help you be a better ultra runner? Okay, so now this this is a, an even better question. I am so stoked to run my next race and to run my next 100 because a 100-mile race compared to what I slash both of us just went through is going to be a flipping piece of cake. I feel so hardcore. I feel so bad, eh? I feel like I'm the most powerful, like mentally strong person ever. Okay, maybe not ever, but I gained so much mental toughness through this process. Um, and the the biggest lesson that I learned was acceptance. And I realized that... Uh, on a lot of long runs and on a lot of my races, um, I I get to this point where it starts to get hard and I get I get really grumpy at the situation. And I got to that point in my pregnancy where it just it was super hard and I was in a lot of pain and I was in a lot of pain physically and mentally and I just wanted to be done and I got really really grumpy at um, some of the things that I was experiencing that other pregnant women didn't experience and I was you know I, I saw and heard all these perfect pregnancy and birth stories and it made me jealous and it and there are certain things that I struggled with and and I asked God like why why are you doing this to me why is my body doing this like and I just I was having a hard time and I got really really grumpy and I realized I I didn't like feeling that way and also having those thoughts um it was not productive at all and so I I finally reached this point of just accepting that my body was was doing what it was going to do and um, accepting that this is how far along I am in my pregnancy and we could give birth tomorrow or in four more weeks and just accepting where I was at. And when I decided to just accept my situation, it didn't mean that I liked the situation, but I accepted that that was what was happening. Um, it was like this huge relief. The thoughts that I was having before, they made me feel heavy and angry and ornery and I was I was irritable with people. I was sharp with you. Um, I, you were depressed. I was, de- I was depressed. I was depressed. Um, I ate more junk food. I didn't sleep as well. But then when I 
found acceptance, then I didn't eat as much junk food and I slept a little bit better. And although it was still hard and I still struggled, that acceptance, um, it, it just, it gave, I don't know. It's like, it's like I surrendered to what was happening yeah. and it, I just felt so powerful. I don't know how to explain how surrendering made me feel powerful, but it did. It's like I, I conquered the situation mentally. I wasn't able to change the situation, but I was able to change my thoughts. You yeah. Know? And I think that's honestly, I think that might be the biggest key to finishing a hundred mile race. 100%. And I, I have used this acceptance thing so many times already and, and I've already used it in my next hundred mile race in my head. I've already gone to that place where it's hard and I don't want to be there anymore, but I've accepted yeah. it and I, and I keep going. Yeah. So, because as you say that, like every, my three hundreds that I've run, um, there's always a point where I am in so much pain or whatever, where I'm trying to fight the pain and not accept it to where one of the ways to get out of the pain, I'm looking for a way out of the pain. That's what I am. I'm, I, I'm looking right. for a way out. And, and so when you're looking for a way out, a lot of the times the only way out is quitting. If you're looking for a way out, you you'll, you'll find a way, way out. Yeah. If you if you want the pain to end, it's not going to end by taking an ibuprofen. It's not going to end uh, by sipping on some ginger drinks or those things will help. Yeah. But once you're 70, 80 miles into a hundred mile race, like you're in pain. Yeah. Period. So your choice at that point comes down, and this is the pivotal moment where I think most DNFs happen. It comes down to. Are you willing to accept that pain for the next 30 miles and fight through it, even though it's going to suck really, really, really bad? Or are you just so done with that pain that that you're just going to pull the plug and, and say, you know what, I can't deal with this pain anymore. I'm out. Right. And now if this pain is potentially going to lead to forever injury or permanent damage, then yes, that is when you stop. But but the, the point is... Most of the time is, it's not, though. Most of the time it's not. Let's be straight up. <laughs> yeah. Let's be straight up. Most of the time it's not. Most of the time right. a gut problem isn't going to kill you. In a 100-mile race, you have to accept that it's going to hurt. Yeah. And not try to find a way out. And I, I did kind of try to... This is going to come across the wrong way. I tried to find a quote unquote like way out during pregnancy, and my way out was an induction. Um, we were in a hospital, and the doctor wanted to induce early, and we wanted to give birth naturally uh, and spontaneously. And um, there definitely was a time where I considered, oh, let's just do an induction, yeah, <laughs> because then then we don't have to wonder when baby's coming, and then. And then we can just be done with being pregnant, you know? Yeah. But then once we accepted the situation and we stuck to our original plan, um, then we were able to move forward with our original plan. And, and uh, yeah, it just, it felt good. It felt yeah. good. Yeah. And I, 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 once again, I just think that's just such a valuable lesson, you know, for ultras and life in general. You know, there comes a point where you, just have to accept the pain and fight 
through it rather than fight then rather than run away from it right and and i just want to say we're not saying to not um be what am smart. i we're, we're not saying to just settle to just yeah. accept except oh, this is my situation and it sucks and not try to do anything about it you know yeah um but but sometimes you can't. So no, there there is something that's going to come up on your hundred. There's that some things you, you can't, can't control. Do anything about except accept it. Right. So you might be able to do something to bring it down a little bit, but it's not going to go away completely. Right. Right. So I guess what I'm saying is I I learned how to accept the things that I can't control. Yeah. And I've always been a bit of a control freak. I guess you could say. So um. Yeah, so that was the biggest lesson that I learned through pregnancy and birth. And I, I know that's going to help a ton in, in the next race. Yeah, well, I'm excited to see what you do next. Me too. Yeah, as you start to recover and get back into running again. I'm so excited. Yeah. <clears throat> so excited. Do you know what you're you're trying to do in your future plans yet? So right now, um, the plans, I'm going to wait a few more weeks once I get to... You know, I'm going to listen to my body, but somewhere between six to 12 weeks when I, I feel good, I'm going to focus just on general fitness for a little bit, just try to get fit again, um, rehab, start running again. And, um, after a few months of just focusing on general fitness, I, I'd like to start signing up for races, uh, find a coach and, and get training again. My ultimate goal, I'd really like to do the scout 100 in 2025, which is in June. Um, so that will give me this year to, uh, kind of rehab, build back up, uh, do some, I'd love to do some 50 Ks, um, maybe do some fifties, go on some fun adventure runs and and then train for 100 um the summer of the following year and and this is kind of tentative i'm i'm cuz i've never rehabbed from having a baby before so i'm going to fill it out and listen to my body if i feel like i can jump into 100 a little sooner maybe i will um but honestly as i say that i'm like i really would rather like spend a little bit longer building a strong foundation and building a strong base. So when I do get to my hundred, I can, I can run it strong. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to see you do scout 100 and have me crew and pace you this time. Exactly. It's nice that I've crewed and paced you on all these hundreds. Cause now I've seen them. I know the courses I'm familiar with them. So I might as well go back and run those ones. Yeah. I'd still like to go back and do you too. That's, that's one that I have to do before I die. Yeah, for real. It's a beautiful course. Oh, yeah. And for me, I, uh, I've i just been continuing to try to train for the Tooele Turkey Trot, which is a 40-mile race the Saturday after Thanksgiving of this year, where it's eight where you run five eight-mile loops, and each loop has 2,000 feet of climbing, and you've got to do each loop in under two hours. And Jacob's been getting faster. It's I been super been. fun to I see. I have been. Uh, I'm a little concerned because my training has been definitely more inconsistent since the baby has come. Recovery is hard. Uh, we do not sleep very much. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to figure this thing out. Yeah. <laughs> so honestly, mad respect to all you parents out there who run ultras and have kids because we are finding out right now how hard it is to try to get a schedule going, to find time to fit your runs in. 
to get enough sleep. And and of course things will change as baby gets older. He still is he's only 14 days yeah, old. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, like there's been some days that I've just flat out missed, haven't done a thing. And I'm worried that it's going to affect me on my race because I have to get faster um for this Tooele Turkey trot. It's really going to push me and not getting all my training in, I feel like is might do me in to where I'm not able to finish the race or I get cut from the course. But so I'm trying to figure that out, trying to figure out how to be a dad and a husband and still train for ultras right now. And it's really hard. <laughs> this next season of trail is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to, to navigate yeah. the training with a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And so with that, we have a little announcement here. We are, this is our last episode for 2023. For season four, yeah. I think we did 50-something episodes. Oh, well, it's been a good year. run this year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we've done a lot. And so we're actually, we're going to take off for uh, a couple months um, to uh, spend some time with our new baby boy. But also we are going to do dive deep into the abyss of trail to 100 reevaluate some things get a plan ready for next year and you guys and come back even better and stronger with with great guests and and just some really good episodes planned to help you guys give you the knowledge and the expertise to finish your 100 mile race well not only are we getting we already have some awesome guests lined up um, not only are we going to have some awesome podcasts, but we're working on some other tools for you guys um, to help you finish your first 100 mile yeah. race, doing different things with coaching, doing different things with the website, um, working on some online programs. So anyways, there's going to be a lot of, lot of cool stuff next year. Yes. Yes, it is. So don't worry. It's just a temporary break, guys. The plans are still moving forward to, to help bring everything you need to know about the hundred mile distance to light. Um, but we're going to come back stronger and better and even more focused after this little break. Well, hopefully we're more focused. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you with baby. No, no, we're more focused. It's going to be good. We will be more focused. <laughs> There's no question. You're right. <laughs> so anyways, guys, we really thank you for the support. Um, thanks for those who reached out and congratulated us about the kid. I mean, ultimately, this is what life's about. As we've been taking care of him the first two weeks, we've been like, this is, if we never had to run again just to bring this little guy to the earth, we would we would take that swap. I mean, if you think ultras are awesome, having a kid is, oh my gosh, it is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I tell you what, guys, it was it was amazing to see Melody go through that process and then give birth to this little man. Cause, uh, boy, you were one tough sucker, Mel, <laughs> Thanks, like watching babe. everything that happened and you go through all that. And, and it just, uh, I mean, it made me love you even more. And I realized like, yeah, as that was happening, I was like, yeah, I think I'll rather go run a hundred than do what you were doing <laughs> yeah. any day. <laughs> any day I would choose that. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh me too. Yeah. So But I would do it a million times for little Travis here and also for you. Oh thanks. <laughs> 
Anyways, thank you, everyone. If you want to contact us, you can reach out to us on trailto100.com. We have a contact form on there. Um, and you can also check out our coaching or in our swag or whatever else. Uh, you know, trailto100.com is kind of our center point right now. Go check it out. We're going to be improving it, putting on a blog with other people talking about their hundreds and their advice after running their hundreds. So, working on getting that stronger and better, but thank you all for joining us. We'll probably release a couple more episodes though, in this time period, just some interviews that we, when we were interviewed by other podcasts, we'll release some flashback episodes uh, to go along. So keep an eye out for those, but we really appreciate each one of you guys hang tight, stick around, keep running, get sign up for that race. And we will be back the first week of February for another season of Trail the 100. It's been an awesome year. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. Thank you all. And remember, if you want to run 100 miles, make make it it happen. happen.